This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Holy smokes. <laughs> the guy we've got with us this week can not only help us make more money, help us keep more money, and help us protect everything that we've worked for. If you buy and sell vehicles for a profit or you want to, you're in the right place. This is the Flipping Genius Podcast. Our number one goal is to help our listeners make more money. Every episode, we share information, ideas, and experiences of real-life car flippers. I'm Randy Lee. I'm the host of Flipping Genius. I've flipped cars most of my life for over a dozen years now. I've been a licensed dealer. I am working to build the best podcast about successfully flipping cars for a consistent profit. Let's get to it, flippers. Our guest today is Mark Burkholder. Mark specializes in, in helping independent auto dealers build and protect their businesses, their families, their estates. Uh, he's the National Director of Auto Dealer Services Group and Vice President with Peachtree Planning. Uh, is, that, is that all pretty accurate? Yes, sir. 100%. Okay. okay. I, I, a long, long time ago, I, I've, I've lived many lives, uh, it seems like. I, right out of college, I went to work in the financial services business, and I, I got pretty deep into that, but I never knew anybody that does what you do, that you, you specialize in what is now my business, our business. Um, what, what drew you to the independent auto dealers? Uh, one of my best friends in the world, um, called me on a Wednesday afternoon. I'll never forget it. He said, Hey, could you come down to the Alabama convention? And I had, I'd spoken to, to him for years going, Hey, do you mind if I speak to some of your friends or anybody else? He was a longstanding client and his response was always, listen, I can do that. They're not going to use you. We don't trust anybody <laughs> Said we just don't, um, he said, but if you ever get on the inside, then we will inherently trust you. Everybody it's like a spider web. Mm -hmm. so he called me on a Wednesday afternoon. He said, listen, could you come down to the Alabama convention? I said, well, where is it? He told me where it was. And um, I said, well, sure. I said, when do you need me there? He said, tomorrow. <laughs> so he said, I need you to buy a booth. He said, I'm looking for vendors and sponsorship. Can you come down? I said, absolutely. Mm -hmm. So my wife and I literally packed up, you know, in a few hours and took off, went down there and set up a vendor booth. And um, as the evening and the events progressed, Christy was over talking to someone for a good while, I mean, plus an hour. Mm -hmm. And finally, she called me over and she said, hey, she said, uh, let me introduce you to somebody. I said, sure. And you got to remember, I didn't know anybody at the time. Mm -hmm. She said, this is uh, Henry Mullinax. Mm -hmm. I said, Hey, Mr. Mullinex, how are you? You know, I had no idea that he was, you know, in the the hierarchy of the NIADA and, you know, was past president last year. But he asked me what I did, said, hey, would you come out and see me and my family? Uh, went out, saw him and his family, did his entire plan, looked at everything he had to do. And at the end of it, 
he said, we need someone like you in our industry. Mm-hmm. And uh, I want to say two to three months later, he had me on stage at the NIADA event in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. And it is just snowballed from there. That's fantastic. And yeah. I, I, I do. I find that now I, I think I'm a strange bird in I trust. I trust everybody. It's a weird thing to be in this business, but that's my natural instinct. My wife is kind of the opposite, so she tempers me, um, which, which keeps me out of the poorhouse probably. Uh, <laughs> but I, I do find that that uh, most of my fellow car dealers are rather distrusting, um, and it's taken me a while to to kind of for them to, to figure out that I'm not really trying to get in their back pocket. Right. Uh, I, I like with the with the podcast. Um, I'm not saying I don't want to make money, but that's not the, the, the focus of it. The, I know that that can't be the focus. And that's something I've heard you talk about, which fascinates me, um, that, that your focus is, is trying to help people. And, I, and, I, and Mark, I, I felt that, now remember, I'm a real trusting person, but, but, I, but I, when I heard you say that, I felt it, it, it just flow through. And, and I, I, I love that concept. Tell me, what, what do you mean by that? Sure. You know, building on the story of what I just said about Henry, mm-hmm. that was the catalyst of taking me to see other people. Um, when I went sat with Henry, I went to his house uh, a total of four times mm-hmm. and I reviewed his will, reviewed all the documents. And Henry doesn't mind telling the story. He's told it many times or I wouldn't be sharing it publicly. Mm-hmm. Um, at the end of it, I never proposed that he buy anything. Um, I did his estate plan. I looked over everything that he had. He was really, really good. And at the end of it, he said, well, how much do I owe you? And I said, you don't owe me anything. Mm-hmm. And he said, well, you know, how are you going to make money? I said, I'm not. I said, my job for you was to make sure you were well taken care of. Mm-hmm. He said, yeah, but you didn't even try to sell me anything <laughs> I said, because you didn't need anything. I said, why would I do that? Wow. And he said, that's who we need in our industry. He yeah. said, we, he said, he said, Mark, he said, I really knew the way he tells the story and he's accurate. He said, I knew that I, I had everything taken care of. Mm-hmm. I was really testing you wow. to see what you would do with my estate. <laughs> and the fact that you didn't even try to sell me anything and you just were here to help me. You came to my house four times, which is an hour away mm-hmm. and you didn't receive any compensation for that. I think you need to be involved in our industry. So that's, you know, a long answer to a short question of what you asked. How do I, what do I mean by that? That's what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to serve this market as a mission field. Mm-hmm. Now, don't get me wrong. Just like you said, with Flipping Genius, I don't mind making money either. My family is well taken care of. Mm-hmm. What I tell every dealer uh, when we sit down with, with a dealer for the first time, listen, we're going to go through everything that you need to go through. Mm-hmm. If you need to, if you need something in your spectrum, I'm going to tell you, you need it. I'll be very black and white. I don't pull any punches, mm-hmm. but if you don't need it, I also will tell you, Hey, you don't need this. Mm-hmm. And there's been quite a few times that my clients, the people we sit down with are very well taken care of uh, through last one testaments, uh, looking at the property casualty stuff, looking at their floor plan stuff. Mm-hmm. We examine every dollar bill that goes through their dealership, the way it enters and the way it exits. Mm-hmm. And we look at it through a spectrum of taxation. And also we look at it through a spectrum of 
how am I helping either build my family's retirement uh, or if something were to happen to me, is your wife okay? Are we, are we moving assets to take care of people just in case something happens to you? Mm-hmm. But it sounds like you, you cover a wide spectrum. Um, now, you, you mentioned uh, floor planning. Is that something you do too or you, you just? Uh, no, you- we, don't, we don't do that as a service. But what we do do is we know that when a, when a dealer gets over their head in floor plan, mm-hmm. that what they see typically there are big letters or big numbers. Mm-hmm. They're not reading the small letters or numbers that, hey, this is costing us 7% when actually it may be costing you 11% of every dollar or 12% of every dollar. Yeah. And so what we do is we look at that and go, is there a better way mm-hmm. instead of floor planning and getting in debt mm-hmm. and compounding that debt over time, mm-hmm. is there a way to kind of put a stop gap on it and go, okay, that's what we needed to get into business, but how do we exit this and make this more profitable for the future mm-hmm. by not paying a third entity, uh, you know, 10, 11, 12% of every vehicle. That's, that's great. I, floor planning scares the heck out of me. I yes. uh, had a, a gentleman come on and talk to us uh, back last year. Uh, and, and I think he, he did a nice job of explaining, you know, what the considerations are. I tried to have him sell it to me and that that's one I, I hate debt and I, yeah. I, I'm just debt averse. And I, and he, uh, I told him at the end, uh, he, he didn't get my business, Danny, but, uh, but, uh, <laughs> but I, I appreciated his, his, uh, his honesty and frankness. And that's yeah. what a, what a great thing that is. Now, Mark, a lot of, a lot of the listeners of flipping genius, uh, fall into the category of, uh, relatively new to the, the, the car dealer business, or they're not even licensed yet. It's, it's something that they're aspiring to. Um, I'm I'm kind of a bottom feeder when it comes to the, the car business. Um, literally, I, I I I'm I'm the guy who's buying the cars just over the in op level, the ones that the ones that run but they don't run good. And they're I even own a website called UglyIsOkay.com because <laughs> that, that targets my market. So a lot of a lot of those guys are kind of rallying around me, but they, they, there, there are people who are doing. Just had a question from a guy last week that I think is doing fifteen cars a month, which I think that that's 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 good for me. Um, so at what level should these guys be talking to somebody like you, or better yet, you? Yeah, no, what I would, and not not just me. You know, I'd love you to talk to me or one of my staff. But listen, I think at the embryo stage is so important because if you choose down the wrong path and you do get the floor plan or you do get other things, in my opinion, in working with dealers from California to Ohio to, you know, to Florida, slow growth is, is okay. Uh, I think a lot of people want to jump off the ledge real quick and they want to have a million dollar floor plan and fill their lots up and man, sell five cars a month, then sell, sell seven, then sell 10. Mm-hmm. progress your way into it. Um, you didn't, you know, you didn't get through high school in one year, you got through high school in years, it took time. It's the same thing in developing this, developing this, you know, platform, you're not unless you buy an existing book, and you walk into their existing thing with a reputation, you're not going to jump quick. So what the counsel that we give 
if you're investing dollar one and you think this is going to be your life moving forward, then treat it like a business. People don't get into a business without having a plan. And what we do, the, really the biggest thing that I teach people from stage or, you know, just one-on-one is a plan is much more efficient than a reaction. If you have to react to what's going around you, you're missing a whole lot. But if we can help you set up a plan that says, hey, moving forward in this microscope, and that's what all dealers work in. They work in a microscope. Mm-hmm. They, they buy a car right, they sell a car right, and they rinse and repeat that as many times as humanly possible in a 24-hour period. Mm-hmm. What we try to do is get them in a telescope going, yeah. okay, here's today, but if we can look 5, 10, 15 years from now, and we can execute the plan that's before you, you're going to be much more successful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I heard you say that before, that react- reacting is expensive. And yes, it is. Planning is practical, maybe something like that. Well, you know, it's like going on vacation. If you if you get a, a beach house six months ahead of time, that's yeah. going to be much more efficient than getting a beach house for the next week. <laughs> Absolutely, uh, yeah, that is that makes so much sense. And I I think it's it's uh, something I keep hearing is this long term. It's something I I thoroughly believe in is is taking the long view of things. I mean, you've, you've very clearly spelled out that that's how you are running your practice. Uh, What you did with Henry was fantastic. Um, And and he did it, you know, because it was the right thing to do, not because you had some uh, devious plan or or plot, you know, I mean, it was, it was just the right thing to do. And I, I I joke with uh, uh, our listeners and say that I think honesty is my best sales technique. And I, I, I've told my wife that it makes her mad when I say that, but, but I, uh, I, I, what I mean by that is, is well my mom always said just tell the truth and you won't have to remember what you said and and i don't know if i listened to her that well when i was a kid but it's stuck in my head you know and and and, um i've i've had uh way back in the day had uh head injuries playing football and and then they, they wound up causing some memory issues and so never before has that been more important so yeah. I, I, uh, I try to keep track of everything, but I just say what is right. You know, do, do it right yeah. every time. And I don't have to remember what it, and, and people will say, well, you said this. And I think, well, that's the right thing to say. So <laughs> you must be telling me the truth. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, sometimes it comes that way. But I, I hear you doing the same thing, not only with your business, but encouraging the, 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 your clients to do the same thing. Well, one thing that one of advice I really took seriously is from Henry and from Randy Jones and a few other Wendy Reinhardt up in Ohio. Mm -hmm. And man, have I seen this play out Mm -hmm. due to 20 groups due to national conventions, state conventions, uh, buy here, pay here, all that stuff. People in California know people in Ohio who deal. Mm -hmm. They know people in North and South Carolina and Alabama and Georgia, Mm -hmm. and they're going to pick up the phone. And so if you do the right thing, and if you do the right thing every time, they're going to tell their friends, hey, this guy's really good. Uh, I've been invited to 20 groups as the guest speaker, and I would just come in and give a presentation to that 20 group. Mm -hmm. In the same way, I tell people who work um, in our firm with me, if you do the wrong thing, 
that will spread equally as fast, if not, if not more. Exactly. Um, so that being said, every plan that runs through our office runs through me. Mm-hmm. Um, I want my hands on every single thing because over the last four years, I've built up my name recognition or my facial recognition and speaking mm-hmm. to where I'm a trusted asset inside of this community. Um, I've spoken on national stages. I've spoken at, uh, 16, uh, state conventions. Mm -hmm. And so I don't ever let anything pass through here without my touching it and making sure that my reputation and ultimately the well-being of the dealer is intact. That's, that's fantastic. And I, and I, I'm, we're honored to have you to to, to be truthful. I mean, I think it's, it's exciting for my guys my listeners and, and gals, there's, there's, there's ladies that are oh, yeah. cars that are, are getting into this. A uh, uh, couple were listening to me a couple of weeks ago and, and wrote me a, a question. They, I, I, I think I drew their attention because they didn't know anything about cars and they could tell I didn't either. So if, they, <laughs> if Randy can do it, we can do it. <laughs> um, but it, it's, uh, it, it's really cool that you're not only on that national uh, stage, but, but being asked to go to all these places, just like you just described. And I, I, I know we have listeners all over the country. Now, is your, do you do business all over the country? Yes, sir. Okay. Yeah. I have, uh, with our, the people who work in my group, uh, the auto dealer services group, we have about 1,100 um, independent dealer clients. Mm-hmm. Um, I've spoken in Las Vegas. I've spoken in Montana, Ohio, Florida, Texas, mm-hmm. all throughout the, well, throughout the country. Wherever I'm kind of asked to come, I go and. Yeah, like I said, I view it as a mission field, and if I can help, if I can help someone who makes sells five five cars a month, mm-hmm. sometimes those people are more important to get protected than the person who sells three hundred cars a month. Yeah, because their families are man, they're dedicated onto that guy, and he's their lifeblood. Absolutely. So you've got to make sure that they're protected. It, it has nothing to do with money. Mm-hmm. Nothing to do with money. And that's what I. I really tell people who work in here, if you would just honor the process and as you're doing everything, be honorable through the process, you'll make money. They'll either refer you to somebody. Don't worry about the money, worry about the person. Mm-hmm. So that is our driving, driving force inside of our company. And most of your, your new clients come from referral. Is that? They do. Almost all of them. That's that's I can see that definitely would be the case. Now, now I think maybe I've jumped ahead just because because I, I know where you're at and because I've I've done some of it. But, um, are are we talking about uh, as far as the, the products you use? Are we talking about primarily life insurance, or or are you do you do a lot more than that? We do we do a lot more than that. Um, one thing that we look at whenever we do the scope of work. Mm-hmm. We look at reinsurance companies. You know, what does that look like? Uh, how are you getting that money back out? Is it long-term capital gains rates? You know, who's the beneficiary on those accounts? Where are they domiciled? Uh, we look at investment accounts. Do you, and I, and I, I kind of, depends on how intellectual or how advanced that dealer is. Mm-hmm. Some guys say, listen, I can get better rate, rate of return on a Ford, Chevy, and a Honda. I'm not investing my money in the market. Mm-hmm. And I'm all for that. Uh, I actually agree with them a thousand percent. Mm-hmm. But some people like the diversified streams of income. Mm-hmm. And so 
we may allocate some money towards investments, allocate some money towards uh, life insurance or different financial vehicles. Um, I do use uh, life insurance often when it comes to succession planning. Um, we do lineal succession plans, which if you want to pass your dealership down to your son, daughter, niece, nephew, there's a very efficient way that's created inside of the tax code to do that in a very tax efficient manner. Um, so we, we utilize all the, uh, all the efficiencies that the government will allow us to use in a legal way. Mm -hmm. And those, those, a lot of those uh, laws are in the process of changing right now as far as estate tax laws? They are. Um, and you know what? That's to be determined. Okay. Uh, I think there's a lot of uh, lobbying going on on both sides. Mm -hmm. um, but the stuff that we use, they've been in, they've been in the tax code for, you know, a hundred years. They're, they're, those aren't changing. Okay. What you are going to get into a changing is people who have a net worth, uh, right now you have a lifetime exemption of essentially $12 million. Mm -hmm. And if you have a, if you're married with a will, you have an exemption of 24 million. Mm -hmm. That is, it sounds like that is going to change. Uh, it's due to sunset. It's going to change to 6.2 million. That is for someone with very high net worth. Yeah. That's a, a big change. Yeah. One thing that most people don't understand, and we help educate people. Let's say you're worth $10 million. I know that sounds like a lot, mm -hmm. but you got your, your lot, your businesses, a lot of car dealers own commercial or residential uh, properties, mm -hmm. stuff of that nature. If you own life insurance, and you wanted to go do the right thing for your family, but that life insurance is held in your name mm -hmm. that now becomes a part of your estate. Right. It's going to get tacked on top of your estate. Mm -hmm. Your intention was probably to give that to your wife or to your children estate mm -hmm. tax free. Mm -hmm. That's not going to happen. Uh, it needs to be set up in uh, trust, uh, stuff like that. It's outside of your estate to truly serve the purpose in which you want. Mm -hmm. I think I think that you know you you kind of hit it on earlier. We we uh, we set goals at the beginning of the year. We want to we want to buy cars that we can make money on. Mm -hmm. um, that's gotten to be more difficult lately. But, yes. but so we, we that's the first thing we want to buy the right cars, right vehicles that we can make money on. We want to prepare them in a, in a manner that will still allow us a profit. We want to sell them. And then we want to, like you said, rinse and repeat. We want yep. to do that, do that, do that, and do that. And at the end of the year, we look at everything and we say, you know, X, I sold X number of cars. I made X number of profit. And, you know, I did or didn't hit my goal. And now it's the beginning of the year again. Boom, get right back in the game and do it again. What are we missing? What, what, cause, cause that's, that's really what's happening out here. We're just grinding. But, yes. but it, what what are the dangers that that we're missing that that you can help us with? Well, I'll tell you what, most people, you know, there's there's a time value of money. You know, very recently, if you go back, was it two weeks ago? Bob Saget, 65, mm -hmm. dies in his hotel room after after a performance. Mm -hmm. Well, he never saw that coming. He thinks he has 20 more years to live, right? Maybe 15, 20 more years to live. Mm -hmm. That's the scary thing mm -hmm. is that what I've run into a lot of dealers, a lot, man, they, they go and they get excited and they open up this dealership and they do the LLC paperwork. They're on the paperwork. They go open up a checking account. They're on the checking account. Mm -hmm. They don't have a will. And I ask them, what do you think would happen at the bank 
and you're the only one on the checking account, it's got two or three or $400,000 in there. You don't have a will when your wife's not on the account. What do you think happens? Oh, she'll just go get it. Nope. <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah. You go to probate. Right. Right. Well, probate, there's, there's a fee to go in through probate. It's 10% of your estate that has to be come up with in cash. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people don't have 10% of your estate in cash. Mm -hmm. So that's the thing that, I, you know, an unfortunate accident that stops the breadwinner from getting compensated. Mm -hmm. Second thing I see is as you start to lose your time value of money, as you start to get older and going towards retirement, 99% mm -hmm. of the dealers I talk to, do you have any retirement put back whatsoever? No, right. my business is my retirement. Okay, well, what happens if a recession happens at the time you're going to retire? Mm -hmm. What happens if you can't, your lot is a commercial lot. Commercial lots don't move like residential lots. Mm -hmm. But if it sits there, what if you have, a, have to do a fire sale? Mm -hmm. It's a reaction. That is all a reaction. Right. We want to... I, whenever we talk and we have this global discussion, you, every dealer, and I'll tell them this as we sit down, you are creating variables in your future. Mm -hmm. Your entire future is based on a variable. Mm -hmm. When you sit down with me and my team, we create constants. Mm -hmm. Let's remove some variables and let's create some constants today mm -hmm. that will be there long-term mm -hmm. that if we get a recession, if we have other things happen, We've developed a financial moat around your castle and your family that's bulletproof, either from you, the government, taxation, whatever that is. But let's put some money away in a in a good vehicle that can help you short and long term. Mm -hmm. So those are the two biggest things. Uh, what about um, uh, disability and, uh, and long term care? Are those things that you work into? I do. I can. Okay. Yeah. Uh, disability is very difficult to achieve for an independent car dealer. Okay. Um, the liability from the company's aspect, they don't like to take the risk on that. All right. Um, it's very easy for a white collar uh, doctor, dentist, right. you know, accountant to achieve that. Mm -hmm. It's not very easy for an independent dealer to achieve that. Mm -hmm. What we have discovered though, is like, this, let's use for instance, a life insurance policy that's overfunded. Uh, we take money and we actually overfund it, build it up. Mm -hmm. We can put a long-term care rider on that. Right. It serves just as efficiently. Mm -hmm. And then we also put a disability rider on it too, covering the family in case something happens. Okay. Yeah. I've, I've heard of the, uh, uh, the long-term care rider uh, and mm -hmm. overfunded life insurance, but I, I never thought about doing it with, for disability. Uh, that's, yeah. that's interesting. Um, well, what the company offers you, if you lose two of your six daily functions, the company will actually fund that policy until it's paid up okay. and it, it ensures your retirement. Okay. All right. That's, that that's, makes a lot of sense. I, I, I do remember now as, as you started to answer that, I remember, oh yeah, you can't get those guys insured. Uh, yeah, it's I'm, tough. I'm one of those guys now, but <laughs> it's tough. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and, and actually in the age group now where long-term care is really the, the, the uh, thing that we're, we've been talking about the most. Um, and that's, that's been, it's been interesting uh, looking into that and seeing the changes in that marketplace too. No um, doubt. 
Yeah, it's it's it is interesting. Uh, I'm trying to look at my my. I wrote down some questions because I I'm not that smart. <laughs> uh, I think I think we've got a, a lot of of good information now. So, it, Mark, if if somebody wants to reach out to you, what's the best for, way for them to reach you and your your folks? Yes, sir. Uh, telephone's always easiest. Two zero five. 965-3437. But if you want a uh, website to go to is ihelpindependentautodealers.com. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I love I love that name. That's it's a that's a good that was a good one. It's long, but it's that's good. It's long, but it's who you are, right? Yeah. I, yeah. I help independentautodealers.com. And yes. And, and and let me let me I'm gonna put all this in our show notes too. What sure. what's what is the phone number again? I'll put it right on my page here. 205-965-3437. And Mark, you, you, uh, you live in Alabama, right? That's, that's, that's I do. The, I actually live in Birmingham. Yeah. And, uh, uh, and you're a Buckeye. Uh, yes, sir. It's a, I, I, I'm from the Buckeye state, but if, if we take down the flipping genius banner behind me it is wall to wall, Wisconsin Badgers stuff, um, everywhere where you look, you probably, maybe a little angry with me since we, we got you in basketball the other day. You did. Yes. <laughs> you did. But you deserved it. As long as you're not mean, I can deal with it. <laughs> as long as I'm that mean, is that what you say? Or as long oh, as you're not Michigan, I can <laughs> deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, that's funny. I I grew up in Toledo, so it's right it, it, okay. and when I was a kid, all of the people there, like you you had uh, stated I might be a Michigan fan. All the people that were either Michigan or Buckeye fans. Yeah. Uh and when I was six years old, my older brother loved the Green Bay Packers, and I loved my older brother, and I didn't want to be like anybody else, so I decided I'd be a Badger fan. And they were they were horrible for yeah. for decades, you know. But I've yeah, I've always been a Badger fan, and uh, we I remember my brother and I went to the first Rose Bowl that we that the Badgers went to back oh, wow. in nineteen ninety four the the first one they ever won, and. Uh, uh, got got seats on the 50 yard line from Coach Do Terry Donahue from uh, uh, UCLA. Um, I was coaching high school football in Chattanooga at the time, and one of my friends who was a coach at another school had coached with Terry way back when, and uh, he said, "If the if the Badgers get to the Rose Bowl, I'll get you tickets." And I thought he was lying, and I called oh, him and I said, "You got to get his tickets." And he we're I think second or third or fourth row, 50 yard line. It was it was oh, wow. Crazy. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. What a memory. Yeah, That's it was really cool. It was great. I got memorabilia around here with my, my little brother and I. We had we had so much fun. But uh yeah, the the the, the Buckeyes, boy, they're they they are they're a force to be reckoned with in, in, in everything, really. Uh, so yeah. anytime you can get those guys at any sport, um <laughs> makes you well, feel pretty good. Yes, sir. <laughs> uh well, we we got the national championship in uh, women's volleyball the other day. That's, <laughs> I always say if we're, if we're playing tiddlywinks, I'm uh, and you were in that 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 motion W. I'm I'm cheering for you. I got you. I agree. But you went to uh, North Alabama, is that right? I did. I, I finished my degree at North Alabama. Yeah, yeah. Is that I moved down south because of the weather? Uh, it was you. Uh, I've shoveled my last thing of snow. <laughs> yeah, that's one of the guys. Mentioned one of the guys from. 
the UP is in our group and, and it's crazy. You know, we got a little snow the other day here in North Alabama. And uh, I think, I think they're, they're getting another 14 inches that day. It's just, it just keeps, yeah, keeps no. coming. But it's, well, I'm hopping on a flight Wednesday to go to Cleveland to okay. get some clients up in Ohio. Okay. And he called me yesterday and said, Hey, we have 14 inches of snow and we're expecting four more. I'm like, you got to be kidding me, man. I said, just pick me up at the airport so I don't have to drive in it. <laughs> but it's amazing how they can deal with that and how we can. Yeah. But it's just, we don't have the equipment. Absolutely. But, uh, um, well, I'm I'm so glad that you're down here in 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 Dixie with with me and uh, and you're you're and I'm tickled that you're help, able to help people all over the yeah. country. Um, I, Absolutely. I, I think it's. Is there anything else that you would want to share with with our audience? Anything else that you that I forgot? You know, the not really forgot. Just um, you know, as I've ingrained myself into this culture of independent dealers. Um, I've been asked to be on the board and I'm on the board of the Alabama department, uh, Alabama, uh, independent dealer association. Fantastic. And then, yeah, we, we've had a really good time with that and not saying they're, uh, above anybody else, but Buckeye, uh, the reinsurance company, Buckeye, uh-huh. uh, has asked me to come, come with them and be their, uh, investment guy. And so whenever they you choose reinsurance vehicles through Buckeye, they send them to me and I'm kind of the guy that helps their clients. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm hoping that, you know, my reputation and the level in which we do work kind of continues to go through the, go through the marketplace, because I, I think you hit on an excellent point earlier that we spent a little time on, but not as much that it needed to even, I can't stress to you, don't ever think, who's ever watching this, don't ever think I don't sell enough cars to call him. I don't make enough money to call him. Mm-hmm. Please don't do that. Uh, that takes away from my heart because my heart is to help anyone who calls me to the best of my ability. Mm-hmm. And if you were just starting out or you're in the middle or I sell 10 cars a month or 15 cars a month, I'm here. I want to help. Mm-hmm. I really do. Cause I think that's the lifeblood of your family. And that's what matters to me. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I deal with, like I said, I deal with a lot of high-end guys. I mean, we're flying out two weeks from now to Colorado. The guy's worth $80 million. It's, we deal with anyone from, you know, net worth of 500,000 to a hundred million. Mm-hmm. And neither one of those get more importance than the other. They just have different commas in their checkbook. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that's, that's a, I, I think that's great advice. I think, I think operating your business, like, like you're going to be successful, before you get successful, will make you successful. Um, yes. And and it's uh, I just know, I know a lot of us are doing exactly what I'm saying. We just keep grinding and looking. You're looking here, like you were saying, instead of, would you say using the uh, the microscope telescope? I yeah, can't... you're looking. You're grinding away in a microscope. You need to look in the telescope. Yeah. And that's one thing. If if you if you take the time to call me, mm-hmm. I know how busy you are. It's all I deal with. I, I'm, I'm on the phone or in person with car dealers every single day. I know how busy you are. Mm-hmm. The, the way we operate, just to give you some insight, I will set up a 30-minute either Zoom call, face-to-face, however, we, even a phone call. Mm-hmm. We're going to take an x-ray. We're gonna, I'm going to ask you questions, and I'm going to find out a little bit about you. I'm not going to ask you for documents. I'm not going to ask you to dig up numbers. 
it's going to be stuff that you know off the top of your head. Mm-hmm. And that's what I call an x-ray. Whenever you go into a doctor's office, the, the doctor, you don't say, hey, give me this medicine. He doesn't know what's wrong with you yet. Mm-hmm. So he has to figure that out. He has to ask you questions. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to ask you questions and see what, what hurts, what's wrong. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to take down this information. At the end of that meeting, I'll send you an email that basically recaps our conversation. Mm-hmm. At the end of that, I'll send you a secured email because of the nature of our work, we have security issues. I'll send you, hey, could you send me this document? Maybe a personal financial statement, something to validate what we just went over so I can look at numbers and what all correlates. Mm-hmm. I will come back to you then and go, hey, let's schedule another meeting. I've looked at all your stuff. I have some points of interest. Would you like to go over those? Mm-hmm. At all times, the owner of the dealership is the driver of this conversation mm-hmm. at all times. Mm-hmm. I, what my job is and my staff, what we do is we say, here are some points of interest. Here's where some stuff could go, could go squirrely on you. Mm-hmm. Here's how we fix it. Here, here's some answers to the problems that we have. Mm-hmm. How would you like to proceed? Mm-hmm. Do you want to fix one or two or three? Here's what it looks like. And then we really operate on your answer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't push anybody to do anything. My job is to protect you and to honor the relationship. Mm-hmm. It's your job to say, hey, I want to fix that. Will you help me do it? Mm-hmm. And then we either get our estate planning attorney involved uh, to drop documents. Maybe you need a new look at a new CPA firm. I have a lot of connections I've made with through this. Mm-hmm. Maybe you need a new P&C person. Maybe you need life insurance. Whatever that is, mm-hmm. you're really the driver of it. And then we come back and go, hey, here's how you answer some of your questions. We try to do all that behind the scenes. We want you to dedicate 30 to 45 minutes with us on the front end, 30 to five, 45 minutes with us of examining what's wrong. You may never talk to us again, but we, we really try to help you in a very short, concise period of time. Mm-hmm. The more stuff that you have to deal with, the longer the meetings may be. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's we we do it enough to where we're pretty pinpoint and accurate to getting you on and off the off the phone and letting you go back to making money instead of talking to us. That's one of the fantastic things about about this Zoom that you can do. Yes. Um, not only for for you because you can you can have a meeting without traveling but but absolutely it's it's hard to find the time during the day to to have that meeting because you're trying to make that money you know and the money's (laughs) there's so many things in in your way you know and uh, that's fantastic and 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 folks i i can't recommend mark enough to you that i'm excited to be able to share him and and his story and his service with you uh, remember, you can call me at 205-965-3437. You can go to ihelpindependentautodealers.com and learn more about this cat. He can he can help you protect everything you're working for. And, and I mean, the, the fact is, this is his thing. He knows about what we do. Unlike anybody else we're going to talk to, I'm not going to say that there's not some really good guys out there. I know a few of them. Uh, that 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 do some of the same things, but they don't know our business. They don't have this this laser like focus on our business. And when I heard about what you're doing, Mark, I thought, man, I'm I was excited about having you come and talk uh, uh, to us. And Mark's wife and I both work 
I, I work part-time with the, the uh, uh, Alabama Independent Auto Dealers Association, just trying to stay in contact with the membership and make sure that they're getting the information. Um, uh, it's, it's such a, a benefit to all of us. And, and this is just another benefit of the association of, of, of having somebody like Mark be able to talk to us and look out for us. And I understand you've got some things in the works possibly to help us with, with retirement planning. Is that something you can talk about or is that something down the road? No, most certainly. Yeah. That's what, that's what we're really focused on is trying to, like I said, we don't want the dealer to be reactionary mm-hmm. and with the rising tax environment, you know, and some dealers have an internal succession plan. They want to, you know, pass it down internally. Some don't, mm-hmm. But the way the the market is going now, the taxation, uh, the government, everything, with rising tax environments, we are figuring out strategies to put money into retirement vehicles and to be able to export them at your retirement time with zero taxation. Mm -hmm. And that's the biggest thing that we're focusing on now is trying to maximize the dollar, put it into a retirement vehicle that is obtainable. It's not locked up forever. You can actually go get it. But then ultimately we're trying to minimize or zero out the taxation exposure of those assets. Mm-hmm. That's, that's fantastic stuff. And I, I'm, uh, I'm going to encourage everybody to, to contact Mark. You'll find all his contact information on the show notes, wherever you listen to the podcast from, you can also go to flippinggenius.com. 1G, I can only afford the website with just the 1G, and you'll find uh, Mark's information there, too. Um, hey, I wanted to tell everybody that's listening, uh, I, I, I bought another two vehicles at that insurance auto auction uh, this morning, so that, I told you about that last week. Get on there. You can buy cars anywhere where you're at. These guys are all over the country, and uh, the system I told you to, to use will work where you're at, too. If you haven't heard last week's uh, episode 103 make sure you listen to it because it is it is it's making me money i mean and that's what we're here for right it's broken uh, this little uh uh freeze that i had in finding good deals and and i think it can work for you too see that's the thing mark i found a really good deal and i'm telling everybody about it so they're going to be down there Absolutely. competing with me yeah <laughs> that's, that's right pretty, that's enough good stuff to go around for all of us so um yes, that's, that's pretty much it i uh hey Everybody work together. Let's work together. Let's make some money. Let's all become flipping geniuses.